to the HIM Careers Club podcast. My name is Valerie Page, and I'm a registered health information technician, founder and CEO of the HIM Blueprint for Success, and I teach HIM professionals how to scale their careers with the RACA and ICAD POW method. I created the HIM Careers Club podcast for professionals just like you. Join me each week as I bridge the gap with professionals from different parts of the healthcare industry, discuss up and coming developments in healthcare, career strategies, self-development, and more. Whether you're in school, a recent graduate with no experience, or pivoting in your career, you'll get actionable tips and strategies right here that will take your mindset and career to the next level. Make sure you stick around, friend. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the HIM Careers Club podcast. Today, I am super excited because I have a special guest with us here today, Mrs. Kiana Craig, also known as X the Biller. I absolutely love that phrase because that's something that we used to say all the time inside of the office whenever we were having any difficulties with our claims and stuff. It's like, ask the biller, get somebody from the billing staff on the phone. So I absolutely love the name that you picked out for your business. Thank you so much for joining us today and helping me to bridge the gap for aspiring HIM professionals and current HIM professionals who might be thinking of making a career change or maybe taking their careers to the next level and starting their own medical billing business. So Kiana's going to talk with us today about her background medical billing and how other professionals can build a successful career in medical billing also. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, thank you so much, Valerie. I'm so excited to be here with you. That's actually how I came up with the name Ask the Biller because when I was working on site in the practices, I would always hear the doctors like outside my door <laughs> telling the patients to ask the biller, speak with the biller. So that's where that name <laughs> came from, coincidentally. So my name is Kiana Craig. I live in New York with my husband and two sons. I am a certified and licensed AAPC approved instructor. And I'm a business owner. I have two businesses. Express Medical Billing and Consulting LLC is my home-based medical billing business that I formed in 2008. And right before the pandemic took over our lives, I started my second business, Ask the Biller LLC. And that's where I educate and train aspiring and educated billers. And I give them a blueprint on how to start their own home-based medical billing business. Awesome. Awesome. I absolutely love it. So for anyone who is completely new to the healthcare industry, who does not know what the ins and outs of the role is for a medical biller, how would you describe that to that individual? What is medical billing? Mm -hmm. So in simple terms, medical billing is the process of translating services that were rendered by a provider. And a provider can be a physician, a pharmacy, a therapist, a hospital, but translating those services that were rendered into a claim, which is simply a bill, so that the provider can be reimbursed. So it involves a very detailed process with several stages, which is called the revenue cycle, but it's not difficult to learn. Got it. And so do you have experience with medical billing for a large hospital system? as well as small private practices? And would you say that it varies as far as the workload? It's very similar. So I have worked in both private practice 
and in, I believe, three different large hospital systems. And it's just that the volume was much more working in the hospital, Mm -hmm. but the processes are very similar. Yes. Very similar. Okay. Now, would you say as far as like in the large hospital systems, there was more push for like productivity and the accuracy rates and everything. Would you say that it's more stressful to work for a large healthcare organization? Absolutely. In my experience, I do find that the healthcare organizations were definitely more strict. They were more organized, more efficient. The private practices operate a lot more laid back. And the physicians and the management, they really don't have a clue as to what's going on. They're so busy, honestly, and so overworked that the billing functions pretty much fall by the wayside, in my experience. A lot more strict in the hospital setting. Yeah. It's funny that you said that where you said it falls by the wayside, because mm-hmm. to me, in my experience, it's like, it's like, it's not, it's a problem until it's a problem. Like where it's like a big thing. So talk about large backlog. And then it's like, wait a minute, like, yes. what's going on over there? But other than that, <laughs> if the money is flowing, then everybody's happy. <laughs> exactly. You got it. Exactly. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Not until a major catastrophe or something happens that it becomes an issue. Exactly. Okay. So is certification required to get into the medical billing field? Like if you had no experience, no certification, would you be able to obtain a position as a medical biller or what would that title be? Would it not be medical biller? Is it something else, a different title that you can go after and work your way up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there are several different titles, medical biller medical billing specialist, medical billing clerk, data entry, charge entry. There are several different titles. But to answer your questions, medical billing does not require certification. It really doesn't even require experience. You can learn on the job. So certification is not required. But I always say, why wouldn't you want to get certified? Why wouldn't you want to get that stamp of approval? Mm -hmm. You know, in my opinion, it shows potential employers and providers that you're serious and you're invested in your career. Mm-hmm. And what most people don't realize is that the CPB, which is AAPC's Certified Professional Biller Credential, it actually holds more weight than a college degree for non-managerial positions. Wow. So, yes, yes. You can get certified for a very, very, very small fraction of a college tuition in a matter of a couple months versus years. So that's a major. Yeah. I always say, why wouldn't you? Wow. That's new to me. I did not know that. That is major. Wow. Awesome. I'm glad that you put that out there like that because a lot of times there are different misconceptions about how to get into a particular role. But before I ask you that, let me just ask you, like, tell me about the beginning of your career in healthcare. Did you start off in medical billing or did you start off somewhere else in HIM and then worked your way over? How did it come about to medical billing? So I didn't start in medical billing. My healthcare career started in 1999. My aunt was actually an emergency room nurse and she told me about a position that had opened up in the ER and I interviewed and I got the job. So the position was an emergency room registrar. So at that time, I didn't realize that I was actually working on the beginning stages of the revenue cycle. And I really enjoyed that job. To this day, I really feel like that was my favorite job 
because I learned so much. Like the medical terminology is just nonstop, every day, <laughs> all day. I love that it was just unpredictable. You didn't know what you were walking to every shift. I worked mm-hmm. all shifts, day, the first, second, and third shift, days and night. Mm-hmm. And I learned so much medical terminology. I got to interact with the nurses, with the doctors, with the EMTs. So much action, like when the inmates would come in, when the police department would bring them in, it was was great. So that's actually how I started in healthcare. I didn't start in medical billing until 2006. Wow. We actually have kind of a, a similar background. I started as a health information specialist for a home healthcare agency in Washington, D.C., But then once I got ready to transition out, the company was very small and I wanted to work for companies that were larger and provided more opportunities. So I actually was a unit secretary for a children's hospital in Washington, D.C., and then also one of the largest hospitals in Washington, D.C. on the the emergency emergency room. And what you're talking about, about the inmates coming in and oh my goodness, in D.C. (laughs) (laughs) So there's this part of town called Adams Morgan. It's like the party town. It's right by George Washington University. And oh my goodness, the kids that we would get, I don't want to call them kids because technically they were adults, but (laughs) the adults that would come in there just drunk out of their mind. Oh yeah. yeah. I've seen all kinds of things and it really did exposed me to a lot from the providers and the surgeons and the radiologists and the techs and everyone, the MAs, everybody interacting with everyone. So those positions working on the front end of the revenue cycle part where you're dealing with the registration part, it really does expose you to a lot with the coding and the ICD-10 codes and the CPT codes and insurance verifications and all that thing. So Yeah. And then I eventually ended up branching off into revenue cycle and revenue integrity. So those are definitely great starter positions. So let me ask you this, because a lot of times we have people, it could either be people around us or people who work in some of these organizations, like your coworkers or whatnot, that tell you certain things like, well, you can't do this or you can't do that, or you have to do this first before you do that, pretty much telling you what you can or what you cannot do. Trying to, I don't want to say trying to tell you how to go about your career, but what I want to ask you is what obstacles have you overcome that you felt like could have been roadblocked in your career if you did allow it to be a roadblock? What obstacles have you overcome and what misconceptions would you say are inside of the medical billing part of the industry? Mm-hmm. So in regards to, I would probably say the biggest obstacle I've overcome, I first started medical billing because I didn't have an interest in medical billing. I didn't know very much about it. I was actually a practice manager for an OBGYN group. Mm-hmm. And I felt like an opportunity of a lifetime presented itself. We were outsourcing our medical billing to a medical billing company. They weren't doing a great job. We were receiving a lot of denials for untimely filing, which means the claims were not being submitted in a timely manner. Mm -hmm. So my opportunity to try to take over the billing and bring it back in-house and create an in-house billing department. So I offered to the providers to allow me to bring it back in-house for three months. I won't charge them, which is probably why they said yes, because they were saving a ton of money. Okay, they were saving tens of thousands of dollars. So I told them, let me take it over for three months. 
And if I do a great job, let go of the billing company and give me the account. So I was a self-taught biller. I didn't have any billing experience. I didn't have any friends or relatives or mentors or anyone in the industry. I really figured it out on my own, but I didn't let that stand in my way. I knew the potential that was there. So yeah, that's pretty much how I got started. And then in regards to misconceptions, I would say the most common misconceptions are that number one, you have to have a college degree, mm-hmm. which is not true. You just need a high school diploma or even equivalency diploma is sufficient. You have to have experience with medical billing. That's not always the case. A lot of practices and even billing companies, if you can find a local billing company, they are willing to train you duties that you can learn on the job. Another one I would say is that the income potential, right? A lot of people don't believe that you can make a significant amount of money, even six figures, and that's not true. If you find the right position, there are several different factors, geographic location, the specialty, obviously the volume. If you find the right position and you charge commission, you can absolutely make six figures. And then I would say, and then the last misconception I would say is that you have to work on site that you can't work remotely. You absolutely can work remotely from home. These functions, all of them can be performed remotely, especially now that they have ERA, electronic remittance advice, which are basically just electronic EOBs. Everything goes directly to the software. So you can log into the softwares, which are mostly cloud-based now through the internet. You can just log in with a username and a password and have everything accessible right there. So you can work remotely quite easily. Wow. I love it. I love it. I love it. Especially the part in the beginning where you talked about pretty much asking for what you wanted and pitching to management, to the department, letting them know that this is what you'll get if you bring the billing back in-house and saving a ton of money. People will be surprised the answers that you get or the responses, the yeses that you can get when you take control of your career and you ask for what you want and don't be afraid, right? I like to say the worst thing that can happen is that they'll say no. That's the worst exactly. thing. And, exactly. then, and then you move forward from there. And it's not the last say so. Like this is the end all tell all, right? Mm-hmm. But manager in there, and I'm like, well, you have me here. I know everything. I'm training the managers once you get them in here. This is how much I want. To me, it was a raise. It was significantly higher than what I was getting paid. And for them, it would be lower for what they would hire someone if they hire someone in. So to me, it was like, this is a win-win situation. And for them, it was also a win-win situation. And it gave me the experience that I needed to take my career to the next level. But if I was too afraid to pitch that to them and ask them for the position, then I probably would have never had that role, that title of being an office manager and I was the office manager for about four or five years. So I'm glad that you shared your story of how you got into medical billing. And so this was like the beginning of starting your own medical billing company, was it? So for them, were you just the medical biller in-house and then you branched out into starting your own medical billing company? Like, how did that start? Exactly, yes. So I was an employee. I was their practice manager. I ended up bringing the medical billing back in-house. I created an in-house billing department, which was solely me. It was just me in the department. It wasn't a large group. It was three physicians. Um, 
And after I decided that I wanted to start my business, they became my first client. Nice. Mm -hmm. I love it. So Mm -hmm. is it hard to obtain contracts with providers? And then you mentioned earlier about commissions and I'm like mm, commissions I didn't know <laughs> that, that or this. we want to know more tell us more sure, like, is, it, sure. is it hard to get contracts with providers and tell us about these commissions mm-hmm. no I honestly don't find it or I haven't found it difficult in my experience to find providers I've never been a fan of the traditional methods you hear of like cold calling going mm-hmm. door to door sending direct mail, flyers and postcards. I've never really been with, you know, down with that. What I've always done is I've gone to the employment websites where providers are looking for you. So <laughs> I actually hosted a masterclass last year called Providers Are Looking For You. And it's true. They're on the employment websites looking for billers. So I don't see the point in wasting time and money trying to convince people and sell myself when they're right there on the employment websites looking for billers. So I replied to the employment ads with my resume as an individual. And when they call me for the interview and I know that they're interested and everything is going great, I explained to them that I work remotely. I have my own medical billing business. I work remotely from home. Would you be comfortable if I were working as an independent contractor, if that's what you are at the time? Or would you comfortable paying me through my business, complete a W-9 form? We'll have that conversation. And I've never experienced any pushback. No, that's not going to work. And I think it's partly because of my experience. Uh Uh-huh. You know what I mean? As a newbie, I don't know if they would get away with that. But Mm -hmm. if you have experience, I love the phrase, learn before you earn. If Mm -hmm. you have the experience and the education and you can prove to them that you're going to do a great job, I don't see why they would oppose to allow mm-hmm. you to work on your business or work from home or work remotely from home. Wow. Dropping gems, dropping <laughs> gems. Yeah. All right. Yes. So, and, what, and the commission, okay. we didn't talk about the commission. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. We need to get into the commission because a lot of people are under the misconception that you can only earn hourly wage or even just a salary. No, the earning potential is really unlimited. Okay. I definitely have clients that I work part-time hours for and make a full-time income. And the way that I'm able to do that is by charging commission. So obviously you're going to make much more with certain specialties, for example. Like I have Mm -hmm. SLP clients, which are speech language pathologists, Mm -hmm. They're not earning nearly as much as brain surgeons or cardiologists. So Mm -hmm. if you can pick and choose what type of specialties you want to bill for, and then you charge them accordingly. So you charge a commission of the total revenue that you're bringing in each month. And the revenue includes patient payments that you're billing for, sending statements for, and insurance. Wow. Mm -hmm. That is major. Yeah. So you can have a contract with the provider and get paid on commission. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. That -hmm. is really nice. Y'all hear that out there? (laughs) Do you hear that? So someone who, let's say, is a cardiology coder and they get the certified professional biller certification as well, 
could potentially start their own medical billing company, have their expertise in medical billing and the medical coding piece and their specialty is cardiology and go out here and target cardiology offices, private practices. Absolutely. And kill it because you're a double threat. You're going to be doing both the billing and the coding. Wow. Absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. And to touch back on what you said that you can get this certification for a fraction of the cost of what it would cost if you went to college and got the degree. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. Oh, yeah. No <laughs> loans, no student loans, no debt, nothing. It's very, very, very affordable. And the wow. return is crazy. You're going to make your money back immediately. And so how long does it take to get the credential? How long for the schooling and everything? Mm -hmm. So you can take the certified professional biller course, right? So there's a prep course. You do have up to six months to access that course, but it's go at your own pace. Like I have a student recently, Trinette, that took the course and completed it and got her certification in record time. She doesn't even have any healthcare experience. She's from a totally different industry. And I want to say it's about two or three months. She completed the course, passed her exam, and now we're going to work on her finding her first client. Wow, that's amazing. So what advice do you have for any newcomers coming into this industry? What advice do you have? Definitely the advice that I would have is, like I said before, you have to learn before you earn. Because yeah. everyone is so eager to start working from home right away and everybody wants to make six figures. We hear <laughs> that all the time. But all of that will come in time if you set yourself up for success, right? So you want to get professionally educated, trained, and definitely certified. I'm definitely going to push that to get certified so that you have that network to lean on when you need assistance. And it's going to help you with the required CEUs that you have to obtain. It's going to help you stay on top of those annual changes. Got it. This is absolutely amazing. So tell me, do you help people get the certification or do you help individuals start their own medical billing companies? Yes, absolutely. So I'm an AAPC approved instructor. So I do teach that CPB, Certified Professional Biller curriculum. Yes, you can definitely take the CPB prep course through me and you'll receive the textbook. You'll receive the three coding books. You'll receive one year AAPC membership. The fee will include the fee for the exam. And I'll definitely prepare you to sit for that exam. And once you pass, we can definitely work one-on-one. -on -one. And I do offer coaching calls if you're not taking the course, but we can definitely work one-on-one -on -one and I will assist you with starting your own home-based business. Awesome. I love it. Thank mm -hmm. you so, so much for spending your afternoon with me <laughs> and coming on and chatting with everyone about how they can get started with their career and medical billing. Before we close everything out, I want you to give us your social media handle so everyone knows where to find you. Also, your website URL address so that everyone knows where they can go and sign up for your classes. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Valerie. Mm -hmm. I am you and everything that you're doing in this industry and mm -hmm. your time. Yeah, so definitely you can reach me most frequently on Instagram at AskTheBiller. I post there every day. And then my website is www.justaskthebiller.com. 
askthebiller.com and my email address is askthebiller at gmail.com got it thank you so so much thank you thank you take care another great episode thanks for joining us today i want to know what you enjoyed the most about this podcast session what was your biggest takeaway make sure that you tag me on instagram at valerie page underscore r-h-i-t tag and let me know what was your biggest takeaway and don't forget to leave us a five-star review on itunes and don't forget to share this with all your h-i-m friends